0: Warning: The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You are listening to the Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is the Americas. discussing season 5 episode 2 titled pests. Uh okay. Bunch of stuff going on in this episode. Lots to talk about here. First and foremost, we got some more fun on the defector front. So, apparently the center believes that America is contaminating the food supply. Of the Soviet Union. Which is what the defector's doing at the Department of Agriculture. That's the theory that they have. Just sort of causing a bunch of people to starve by contaminating the food supply. Now, obviously, when Philip and Elizabeth hear this theory, they are freaking horrified. For good reason, by the way. I I feel like there's lines you don't cross, And that is certainly one of them. So, they're tasked by Gabriel with investigating this further. Uh, Elizabeth goes all the way to Illinois and investigates this greenhouse. And basically what she finds there is uh, some living plants, some dead plants... And a whole shit ton of bugs. Some live crops. Some dead crops. A whole shitload load of bugs. So basically. They're just going like. Okay. Let's see what these pests do. Is what's going on in this greenhouse. So. Not looking good on that front. And not long after. Elizabeth. Goes into this greenhouse and witnesses all this shit. Uh, they have dinner with this defector. And they're that are at this restaurant. They're having a nice time. Uh, the defector's like, oh my god. This is a great meal. America's so great. Russia sucks. And talking about how horrible Russia is. And then the son basically goes on this whole rant in Russian, because he refuses to speak English at this point, like, hey, shut up, I hate it here. Not everyone likes it here as much as you do. I'd rather die at home than live here. Actual line he says. So there's that. So we're kind of seeing more of the whole... Kid doesn't like it in Russia, or in America, rather, dynamic, uh, which we hinted at in the last episode, that, like, he clearly doesn't like it here, uh, he hates every second of his life, uh, but we're exploring that more so, uh, and it's very, it's this very awkward, really well done dinner sequence, and then they're on the drive home, and they're talking about this dinner, And Tuan tells his story. Uh, We didn't know what his deal was until now, but apparently uh, his entire family got bombed by the Americans when he was a little boy. And that's, uh, yeah, that's informed pretty much his entire life, so... No wonder he's working with the Russians. (laughs) In hindsight, kind of makes perfect sense that he's working with two Russian spies uh, to weed out a Russian defector and his family. So yeah, sort of informing a lot more of this whole dynamic here. This very weird operation. Uh, So some fun stuff going on there. Uh, Also on the stand front... Oh, I should mention that uh, we get an epilogue to the epilogue of William and uh, Philip and Elizabeth hand off that piece of William's corpse to Gabriel so now they can study that and blah, 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 blah. But anyway, Stan. He actually asks out this girl this time. (laughs) He's slightly less pathetic now, although he's still pretty pathetic because after going on a date with this girl, Renee's her name, by the way, uh he talks to philip about this and she's like and he's like talking about how great she is and like at one point he flat out says yeah it was like a female version of you dude that's a creepy thing to say to your friend <laughs> That is a really creepy thing to say to your friend. Oh, I dated this girl. It was like dating a female version of you. Like, dude, what the hell? (laughs) Stop. Why do you have to be so pathetic? Uh, Confirming my headcanon that uh, there's like a Stan and Phillip attraction. (laughs) Get those fan fictions in, Tumblr. Get all those fan fictions pouring in. Because Stan just dropped as good a confirmation as you're gonna get. Uh, but we do meet Renee, and they do go pretty well together. Uh, by the way, woman who plays Renee is also Andrea from The Walking Dead. I was very happy when I saw her the first time. Like, oh, you got a friend Andrea from The Walking Dead. That's cool. But anyway, staying slightly less pathetic, but still kind of pathetic. Also, there's a bit of a snafu happening at the FBI with Oleg. So, apparently, the CIA really wants to recruit Oleg. They think because Oleg gave that one tip. That, like, they now need to recruit him. And Stan's like, no, that's... That's not how this is working at all. He gave one tip. Because he really wanted to help people. He wanted to stop a deadly pathogen from getting out. And that's it. He's not gonna betray... His country. Flat out. Not unless his conscience is really, really screwed up in the moment. Which is what happened with that last tip. And then the CIA is like, okay, so we can't like just talk him into it. Let's blackmail him. You got that tape of uh, Oleg committing treason, basically. Let's use that. And at this point, Stan is just pissed off, like, no, no, do not do that. That is the biggest dick move ever. This guy risked everything to protect innocent lives. He gave us the tip of the century, then went home to live his life. Leave him alone. He is not recruitable. This is cruel. It's not gonna work. And he tries to keep going around everyone. He talks to the Deputy Attorney General. And he's like, yeah, no, I can't do anything about this. And Stan is just really pissed off about this. Again, for good reason. So, the CIA approaches Oleg. And they're like, hey, Stan Beeman sent me. We're gonna talk in private soon. And Oleg... Hears this and it's just like, God damn it! What the? I was out, just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Oleg's life has very quickly gone to hell. Uh, also on the page front, first off, Paige is sleeping in a closet. I I just. There's not really anything of substance to talk about there. I don't really feel the need to go on a whole tangent about, like, why she's sleeping in a closet. Because it's just like, she's scared, so she's sleeping in a closet, I guess. But, I, I just I just want to underscore the fact that Paige is, is sleeping in a closet. But her parents find her, and then... She comes out of the closet. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) What if I put the description of this episode? Paige comes out of the closet. (laughs) Oh, I'm doing that. I'm doing that. 100%. Uh, So, anyway, in addition to that, Paige is continuing to walk around, just not being okay. Stan even brings it up, like, hey, it feels like... It feels like everything's not alright... In Pageland. And Philip hears him say, say this... And is like... Oh... Crap! So... Now Elizabeth is... Gonna go talk to Paige about Matthew. Try to talk her off the ledge. And Paige is... Of course getting pissed about this. Like, hey... Am I not allowed to have a boyfriend, ever? Eh, just not this boy. And, like, she's just super annoyed about this line of questioning. Uh, At one point, Elizabeth flat out asks her own daughter, Are you having sex? Which is just, like, ugh! It's like that cartoonish invasion of privacy that you see on parents in sitcoms, but they do it in the frickin' Americans. (laughs) And it's a Russian spy asking Paige this, who is very open in the sexual front, let's just say. (laughs) That was a thing I said, very open in the sexual front. That's... That was a phrase. (laughs) That was certainly a phrase. Uh, But anyway, eventually, Philip and Elizabeth are like, okay, this isn't working. So we're going to help Paige manage this. If we can't get her to stop seeing Matthew, we'll get her to sort of manage her emotions a bit so she doesn't accidentally let something slip. Uh, So they teach her this trick of like, Rubbing her thumb and forefinger together so that, uh, and thinking about where she came from so that she doesn't forget. And so she kind of puts things in perspective. And it's this nice moment of them teaching her this little simple trick that, uh, she can now master. And continue seeing Matthew. Uh, yeah. Solid episode. Solid episode all around. I would like to reiterate just before we leave, Stan is pathetic as all hell. <laughs> he is a pathetic, pathetic man. Uh, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash Archives so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as we go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app. You prefer? Feel free to call in as well. It's simplest just to push of a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom four four six eight, and support the show, Patreon.com/slash Thomas Clark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support this show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, tomorrow, we will be discussing Season 5, Episode 3. Talk to you then.